BP Zone's back. Oh yes, we're back. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Tell some friends. So, we've been missing for how long? Oh, oh we're mm. what, six weeks? Is about, a month, <laughs> yeah. about a month and a half. Yeah. And uh, it's not Jamie's fault. It's not my fault. It's just... A lot has been going on. A lot of personal shit and other shit. And shit has been going on. So yeah. Basically, we've had a lot of, lot of stuff on work. You know Stag parties, that? fucking this, that and the other thing. And... We're, we're attempting to do it to do the podcast there about three weeks ago and I know we had a few questions in and again stuff got in the way and but you know but we're here say. now yeah but you know what to say all the great ones come back Jesus Fergie us we're all back you could do with Fergie coming oh back yeah we could yeah. so uh, we've been away a while and the last time we were here we were actually talking about international football, weren't we? Oh, yeah, we were. At the time. Uh, leading up to misery, really, I suppose. I'm just... The day before Wales, Hockey Ireland, 3-0. Yes. Or was it 4-1 or something? Oh, I've given, I've given oh, up. It's bad anyway. I think it was 4-1, I think. So, Ireland one. lost 4-1 to Wales in the Nations League. I think we're beginning to understand what it means. No, no, we're not. I'm lying. I'm totally lying. Yeah, I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> so since then Ireland have drawn with Denmark and lost again to Wales. To Wales, <laughs> even though they didn't have Bale or, or Ramsey or fucking yeah, yeah they weren't. They weren't just... Look, they're... Ireland actually. Do you know what? It's interesting that Ireland had more Premier League players out in the field than Wales did in that game. It's fucking crazy. Yes, Martin O'Neill continues to say we don't have the players. <laughs> no, we've no striker at all. No, sorry, yeah. Martin. We don't have the management team or the la- the funds behind. Yeah, no, and no. it's just the whole like we could be here. Like it's currently twenty five past ten. Yeah. If we were to talk about Ireland in detail, we'd be here till probably three o'clock in the morning, maybe. Next week. And I don't fancy because I've been up since eight o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been up since seven o'clock, but I've been work since eight o'clock. So I don't fancy talking shit about Ireland for four hours and no, I need to get to no, bed soon. No, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, Europa Nations League, let's just gloss over it. Yeah. Outside of Ireland, which, as I just, we just explained, England have had some, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I went on to the UEFA, Europa, UEFA.com, Europa, whatever it is, Nations League page, and what came up on the page? Sorry, this page doesn't exist anymore. Came back to you. Maybe it's because I'm trying to get into the website from Ireland and it doesn't oh, yeah. matter. <laughs> exactly. But uh, if you could see this, you would laugh. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose England had a bit of success of their own, if that's what they want to call it, um, with our win over in Spain. So Spain with a back four of, was it Liam Chilwell, Harry Maguire... Joe Gomez, am I right? Yeah. And oh, I can't think of the other fella. But the fucking their youngest team since nineteen fifty something and they beat Spain in Sevilla. The first team to score three goals in Spanish turf since some crazy year as well. Yeah. What did you did you see any of the game yourself? I I saw a few of the goals on right, I didn't get to catch the match myself because I was I think I was away again that night, but um no, I thought, I thought, look, Mira, a lot of England people are going to read a lot heavily into than anyone else, you know, that they're going to take that win as a big thing that's going to happen for England. But, you know, let's be honest about England, they've been fairly handy. They've yeah. had a handy World Cup, you like, know. I know we've all given them stick for yeah. getting, for to semi, getting to the semi-finals and getting a handy route to the semi-finals yeah. and choking the minute they made anyone serious. But 
they really put enough to Spain in this game. They were three up at half time, which you could have never guessed was going to happen. Like you know, like you look at years <clears throat> gone by, they had a team that only consisted of all star names, mm. and now they're kind of not not a bad team, but kind of a lower class team. But they just work really well. You know, they it's just... like um, that old saying: you don't you don't win something with a team of stars; you win something with a star team. Exactly. Yeah. So Gareth Southgate, the most unlikeliest. Of men ever to go in there and possibly do a job is doing a fucking job. Oh yeah, he's he's been fantastic for them. But um, um they look different as well. As the group goes at the moment, I think England can progress. can win the group if Spain fail to win in Croatia and then England beat Croatia in the final yeah. game at Wembley. I think that's the way it goes. But they can also get relegated as well, which is queer. Yeah. Not sorry, nothing against them. <laughs> that's just a turn of phrase that came out of my mouth at this time and I now regret it <laughs> but uh, I think England should be Croatia at home they drew nil all out in uh, Zagreb with no people in the stadium at the time yeah behind closed doors it was a mad it was one a strange I it, hate those games it's such a weird atmosphere yeah it's much uh, kind of Croatia much kind of had it was racism, I think, or something. Was it? So, there was racism. There was a chant. They had two games. Ah, sure, no, they'd never do that over that side of Europe. Would they? no, they're, they're lovely people. They're lovely people. people. Yeah, nice Croatians. <laughs> so, um, Northern Ireland continued as well. They lost three games in a row. Now they've lost. It. Yeah, great stuff there. from our point of view too, because <laughs> we don't feel as bad as most. Do you know? Do you know? Like, do, are you one of those people that hates to see them win? Like, oh uh, yeah. Inherently, yeah. they are still Irish, like. Yeah. In my point of view. Ah, they are. They're, but they're, they're a different breed. <laughs> so in that, so in that, in that case, no, I know no one listening is listening to this for rugby. But what do you think of um, the Ulster players playing for Ireland? I don't like that either. What do you think of Ireland's goal? We wouldn't have that either. So then, as well, if you think about it, I it think is a great song. Like, no. <laughs> I'd be sort of with you and that I think if you want to play for Ireland, the Green of Ireland, you sing Iran Levine. Yeah. We don't sing any made up bullshit just because yeah. people from up north. Are, exactly. Like there is people in the north that consider themselves Irish, we, but they also consider themselves British. Yeah. <sighs> no, you know, no, what I don't get does a lot of times is you're be fucking. They, it's so awkward because the other team have their national anthem man, then we have our one, and then we have to have another song. You know, it's just. It's just fucking I don't weird. think they, they play around the window anymore. They just do that for the whole. I think they just do that do for the start. Oh, okay. But no, when they're walking out, I think at yeah, home, like, but I don't think they do it now. <coughs> and then you have GA matches where, jeez, we've gone way too far off topic here. Oh yeah. You have GA matches where Armagh, Tyrone, and all them they all come out to Ireland. Yeah. Or past that joint. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's forget about that. Nobody outside of Ireland knows anything about GA. So, um, yeah. So Northern Ireland three games out. Do you think Michael O'Neill made a big mistake staying in the job there? I think I think so. I think I think he could have moved on, moved up. But see, know. his option was to go to Scotland, which was probably for less money and even worse players. Yeah, I th- I think it was actually a money thing, actually, believe it or not. If if O'Neill and Keane were given the boot in the morning, would you take him on? Because I think he's gotten the best out of that team. I think I think to be fair though, like I mean, his players in a team can that can actually finish them like us. We have no striker. It's worrying. It's actually, it's actually a horrible watching us up front. But see, with Ireland, like we don't play with a midfield. No, we don't. So how can a striker, like Shane Long and what was that Robinson fella that came on? Yeah, he he, 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 he looked lively, but 
again, you're feeding off scraps and you're relying on long balls and direct footballs. Yeah, there's not there's nothing going Someone on. Someone like Shane Long, five foot seven, is not going to fucking. All our midfielders do is press <clears throat> and to do nothing when they have the ball. Then really, they don't do anything amazing. It's just all balls over the top. Like most of them go back to their clubs with sword X from looking up. Oh, yeah. the ball going over their fucking heads and back over again. Speaking of uh, midfield, Jeff Hendrick missed a glorious chance against oh, Wales. <laughs> like, he, he, I don't think what he, what he did was wrong. He played the whistle, which is what you're taught to do from school yeah. by level. And no, like, the it's now, uh, in times gone by, you would, you're supposed to kick it out. But now it's at the referee's discretion yeah. to blow the whistle to mm. stop the game. And it was her own player that went down anyway, so fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Take bastards. <laughs> um, so who else was playing Scotland? Uh, or Scotland, I don't I know. I know we had France and Germany as well, didn't we? And uh, I think France turned it around um, and was a Greaseman. 2-1 yeah. to France, yeah. Joachim Lowe is in trouble, do you think? Yeah, um, I definitely think so, yeah. They, they were very confident to thought about to handle the situation after the World Cup. They said they're set, firmly standing next to him, but... I think, you know, this is a major blow for German football. And actually, there's, I think this is the first time ever that Germany lost two games in a row. They've lost something in, like since four, 2004. Four and six or something yeah. like that they've lost. Or six games altogether this year. But I thought that was the most interesting stat, though. They haven't lost two games consecutively since 2004, I think. So Jeez. it's crazy. Like that team, like there's so many players at their disposal. It's unbelievable and they're still, you know... Well, like if you look at the Dutch game, like, like this, the game against France was very, very close. Yeah. And if you look at the Dutch game, Germany had chance upon chance upon chance, and it was one nil up until like the 89th minute when Holland scored two breakaway yeah. goals, and then people will see Holland three, Germany, and oh my God, it must have hot hammered. But it doesn't tell the story of the game. Like, oh, exactly. You know. I think he's been unlucky, but uh, I think he might have, he may have sniffed one far too many. Yeah. I, t- I, t- I think, look, with the Ozil situation then as well going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, like, they, some guys in the German FA and stuff made right arseholes of themselves yeah, as well. true. Yeah. They could have handled it a lot better. Like. And even his own teammates, some of them didn't come out and fucking back him either, which is ridiculous. Poor Mesut Ozil and, and Gundogan, as I said to you earlier yeah. before we did the podcast, was there with the meeting with Erdo- Erdogan or whatever his name is as well and he got no flack for it. It's very unfair to me anyway. Italy scored. Italy played someone who scored a late goal there in the last minute. They're fighting against relegation, weren't they? Actually? Yeah, they were, yeah. It's weird. It's weird to be using those terms in international teams, <laughs> isn't it? Promotion it is. and relegation. Fuck's sake. Like. But, um, look, we've talked enough about international football. Yeah. Let's move back to the Premier League. Now, before we go over the weekend's results, um, as we haven't been here yeah. in a while... Let's go over Manchester United first with yourself. Okay. Um, and you can ask me then about Arsenal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fair. Look. Let's have a look we, at, at the results. Yeah. United's we, results. Yeah, let's try to think before the Newcastle game. Because I know we played another one. And I think we lost we actually, Brighton yeah. as well, sure. Yeah. We did. Now, matches. Oh yeah, yeah, the draw yeah, Wolves as well, yeah, yeah. It was the draw with Wolves. I mean, that's where things are to get very lackluster there for a bit. Um, there we are, Wolves. Yeah, there we got Wolves and uh, oh, got too far there. Yeah, Wolves and then back we... to last season. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. last season results. Um, 
Excuse me, once I get an egg of this technology once again. But yeah, I, yeah, we played Wolves, and uh, it was one of them games there where we couldn't actually finish it on. Uh, but Fred outside the box, his first goal for United, and it was a great goal and everything. But um, it was just at the end, towards the end of the first half, which was fine. Yeah. So ye- yeah. Yeah. So the Wolves game was one one under. Yeah. That was the one that Wolves actually dominated you, and you were. Pretty, oh yeah, we were boxing lucky. St- the ropes and we were very um we played in Derby County and in the cup and it did not go down well with Phil Jones taking a penalty. But and it was never gonna go that down. wasn't the main story to get I think oh. Philani rescued you something off in that game because yeah. Derby were well had you well beat over the ninety minutes and you know when, it, I, when I watched it mm. and I saw Fellaini coming on, I was like, Oh, this is Belgium and Japan all over again. Yeah. He's after rescuing him and then I was like, yeah, look, he's a hero when he wants to be. And look, you're not, he's not the most amazing player, but he'll stick his big head in where it hurts and he'll get you a goal every But that's the symptom know. of Manchester United at the moment under Mourinho that you need a Fellaini in the team. Like. Oh, yeah, an impactor. But uh, like the game didn't go well. It was, I, I can't think of a Welsh guy who took the free kick. Wilson. Wilson, yeah, Wilson, the bastard. He scored an absolute hammer blow of a goal. Named after the beach ball in Castaway, of course. <laughs> yeah. Wilson! <laughs> oh, it was a great fucking finish. It was a great finish. Um, yeah, and as I said, Flaney came on and rescued us there for the two-all draw. But t- things then uh, went from bad to even worse again. We went to West Ham. Went to West Ham. We're totally and utterly Blown off the pitch. We were, we were blown <laughs> off the pitch in the goals department, but there was a few things and they just weren't happening. You know, there was there was a good few chances and uh, no, nothing will do it. Nothing was going to do it. Just the third goal especially was in an Arnautovic. Yeah. Just he, left in fucking acres of space. Yeah, because at that stage it was 2-1 and then literally took the tip off and within like 40 seconds they scored a goal and they completely... It looked like there was a bit of momentum building up with a stare. When we got the yeah. goal back, but no, it wasn't to be. And then we went on to Valencia. Which was an absolute non-event. It was a non-event. It, it, it shouldn't have happened because they ended nil all and no one got nothing from us. I think I watched that in the pub actually in Valencia. Had, um, they had a lot of good wing play, but absolutely nothing came, no, came no, of it. Like, no, they weren't threatening up front. No. But uh, they were saying that they could still break pretty quick. And I think... Um, they were pretty fucking yeah. blunt though. Yeah. United had chances in that game as they well. Did, yeah. and, uh, not in Doom. And then uh, we went on and uh, Newcastle. Newcastle. Newcastle was a uh, was a spell of different luck, of wind blowing in <laughs> a, a different game direction. Game of two halves. It was a game of two halves. Um, Newcastle came out and fucking stunned the shit out of us in the first nine minutes. Two goals, one in the seventh, one in the ninth, and uh, United. I never Old Trafford you could hear a pin drop, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we held out, even though we could have went down another two goals in that half. And, uh, of course, the hairdryer treatment came out at half time, And uh, we pulled the goal back through uh, one matter free kick in the 65th. Now, to be fair, we could have scored four ourselves up to that point. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Newcastle were all over the place. They were hoping just to sit back and ease out the game instead of going on trying to get more goals. Which would have been better for them because our defence was terrible. Then we did some defensive change-ups and Pogba was actually playing almost as a defender. Mm. And he's been given the ball and has been lofted up the whole time. But uh, Martial then uh, cut inside, did a 1-2 with Pogba and straight into the near post. I don't know how he beat the keep, scores it in from there, but bad goalkeeping. But uh, a 2-all 
game set and buried and you're just there saying to yourself who uh, who will pop up and score the match winner <laughs> the smallest and man in the pitch the smallest fecker on and the, the pitch worst, the worst player of the season so far oh yeah and uh, it was a lovely it was a lovely header and Old Trafford just fell to their knees to be honest though the Newcastle defenders should have fucking oh they should have dealt with they it they should have blown that ball out and blown him with it yeah you know, and you know the thing about all I will say is it was a perfect height for him as well <laughs> it, was, it was just about he was able just to reach it yeah. <laughs> exactly but um, just to follow on from what you were saying about Meta there what's, what's Mourinho's problem with Meta I, I don't I, know because I always like Meta he's I, been superb like you're going to talk about the Chelsea game in a minute. Yeah. Where he was influential again. And yeah. he seemed like amazing when he came on against Newcastle as well. And at Chelsea, when he was player of the season, Mourinho came in, got rid of him straight away. I don't, I don't understand it. He doesn't... Like, I know Matt tracks back, but he, to be fair, physically tracking back is... He isn't much good in that sense. But he's kind of... That, but he, if, he, if he has the body, he's brilliant. He's kind of a luxury player though, isn't he? Yeah. Like you, you carry players like him yeah, for the threat they bring. Like look at all the free kicks he scored for Chelsea. And look at all the free kicks he scored for us over the years. You know he's been yeah. he's been a fantastic player. He's a big game player as well. Oh, yeah, right? he is. He's a trademark finisher as well. So Ch- Chelsea then at uh, the weekend the unbeaten farmer. Yeah, I, I I watch Colin. I am um, literally I didn't catch get to catch this at all because I was away on the stag. But uh, I was keeping updated the whole time on the bus. Um, Having a bit of banter with the lads because they're all hoping United lose, of course. But, uh, <laughs> Standard yeah. procedure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, Chelsea opened the game with Rudiger scoring a header, a bullet header, and uh, it was, you know, yeah, it was a header. And it was a uh, 1-0. And then shortly after, uh, just coming up about 10 minutes to halftime, I think, wasn't it? Martial. Mm. Martial got his goal. And to be fair, it was, Chelsea were, had more position and looked more comfortable. But the United were still creating opportunities. You know, like, they were going games there and they weren't even creating one shot on target yeah, yeah. in a half, like, which is terrible. It seems like the players are playing for him again. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a bit of life sprung back into the legs of Man United, but at the end of the day, how long would it last is the thing. But uh, Martial then got a second. It was a great goal. Um, lovely curl, actually. And, um, of course, there was... There was more drama, of course, that had to happen at Stamford Bridge. Uh, <laughs> there was seven minutes of added time. Uh, re-Fergie time, I think we're calling it now, aren't we? <laughs> Reverse Fergie time. time, that's the one. And uh, Ross Barkley popped up and scampered it home, literally. It was, uh, yeah, Jesus, they were lining up for that one, all of them. It was bouncing everywhere like a pinball. But, uh, of course, that wasn't the only bit of drama. Chelsea it, assistant coach, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it Zari or something? Zari is the manager. Yeah, Zari, yeah, yeah. What's his name? He's another Italian guy, anyway. And uh, fist pumped, and uh, as his pack ran past Mourinho in celebration, Mourinho then sitting down looking at him, almost like you're in a pub across the room, like about to kill a fella. Like, and uh, of course, Mourinho had to get it, was uh, been held up and. Romero trying to hold him back and a few of the United staff and then but like, that's, that's not something Jose Mourinho would do is it himself like oh no he, he ran down the touchline oh, he yeah. skin on his knees <laughs> reported all those years ago but uh, you know you know the thing about it was it's 
Look, you shouldn't you shouldn't do that anyway in, in celebrating in front of someone's face. But as we said before, and he's done heat, it himself. In the heat of the moment, you'll do whatever. Yeah, I t- look, everyone deserves to, to celebrate a goal like a goal. So is, let's let's talk. Let's. Now I know we have a question. Will we leave it till then, or do we okay. talk about it? I don't, now? I don't mind. I don't mind. Okay, so let's go for tomorrow night. A big night, Ronaldo's return home, which has been rumoured every summer. Oh, yeah. For the last five years. Yeah, it's, it's home, it's home uh, for the first time since, what is it, 2013, I think. Fucking hell. 2013. So, that's when do, you, do you as United fan hold out any hope for this game? Because Juventus... I do, I do have a good bit of hope. Um, I, I some, actually... There's some team, like... There are some team, but I think... Uh, you know, United have been terrible against the small teams, and they haven't been bad against the good ones. And Alexis Sanchez ruled out. Ruled out. Well, what can we do? I, t- I think, look, Sanchez isn't playing, so that means Matt is, you know. So I, I don't, I wouldn't, I'm never worried about situations like that, you know. Do you but, think um, you, you can qualify from uh, the group? Yeah, of course, definitely. I think, I think, I think Valencia are, I think young boys I'd be worried about almost you know going to Switzerland and I'd be worried about picking up points in Turin you beat them they were already done didn't you BSC young boys yeah you we beat did. them away yeah. we did it's, oh yeah when you're playing them yeah home. it's Turin Valencia, Valencia yeah. you have to go to yeah Valencia and then we'd go to Turin I'm not too happy about like, the two away games you could very well lose the six points against Juventus and it could be a completely different group by then because, you don't know though you don't yeah, know you, ne- you never know I think I think it's gonna be a big match, and we'll see. Like Ronaldo is starting to kind of gradually bang in the goals yeah. again. Um, look, Mary is taking. Any comment on what's going on with him at the moment? Um, do you think it's bullshit or? See, the thing, you know, only the two of them know. Yeah. Only the two of them know. And see, like there's no smoke without fire, like so, and the fact that there's a document going around that he. Supposedly paid her off and made her sign an NDA, which is a non-disclosure agreement. For anyone who doesn't know what that is, yeah, uh, it's uh, that speaks a lot. Like, yeah, you know, like I, like I pers- like I was there looking at it. And I kind of said to myself, he's the kind of fellow who kind of has it. It could have any girl he wanted. And the, fun- that sort of way. the funny thing, like, is my first reaction. Now, my first reaction when I when I heard it was, it couldn't be true because he's. He's gay, like I've always thought Ronaldo was gay, and I don't have no problem with that. Like it's just, it's just the impression, <laughs> just the impression I have of the guy, and I'm probably wrong. But, well, if if you rape someone, I'm definitely wrong. Yeah, but um, yeah, I hope that gets sorted somehow. Anyway, yeah, look, and, something's gonna always carry an associate with his name. Anyway, and you know? if it's if it's false, it's just another symptom of society at the moment where you can be. Proven guilty of anything till you're proven innocent. Like, look, if it's false, she should get prison. Yeah, like we saw with the rugby players last year. Paddy Jackson. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ms. I don't Jackson. know what went on there, like, but I don't think it was nice. Anyway. Well, it was a bad. Ha- well, it was a good house party. Let's not go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> we won't. We won't. Okay, so you reckon you know it's up. With all my fucking voice is not working. On paper, you said Juventus are on the better team, uh, the best, the better team. But personally, I think United can put the game up to them and get something out of it. But I really think we should be getting that three points there at home at Old Trafford at Juventus, because nothing's guaranteed, you know, especially with Champions League. With all Mourinho's antics in the last couple of weeks, months, do you still think he'll be there after Christmas? Yes. 
Okay. I see. I think it's picking up a good run of form coming up to Christmas, and probably maybe going to the doghouse again. But I, I personally <laughs> do think we are due our good run, and I think we'll get on a good run soon. And do you think you can still finish the top four? I, 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 if we points. lose, if we lose two two yeah. more games in the Premier League, um, in the next two months, I think I think personally would be scraping. Yeah, next nice two behind now again yeah. after our win. Yeah, I think I think we're I think we're on something like uh, fourteen points and the big guns. I, I think we're on twenty-seven. For you now. I think it's gone to eight maybe. So you're yeah you're on fourteen and we're on twenty-one. Yeah, seven points. Yeah. But then again, like, you're playing Arsenal next month. You pick up, you can pick the points back up fairly quick, like, if you're winning yeah, against if, those if. teams. So just to give you a brief look before we move on to the next, the next team, with the next topic, that's the word I was mm-hmm. using. Your next games are home to Everton, away to Bournemouth. <laughs> and then away to Man City. Whoa. So there could be your next defeat. It could be our next defeat. It could be our next win. We beat the last time there, so we'll try and do it again, yeah. I suppose. And then you've Palace. So there's a lot of winnable games ahead, yeah. like. But then again, you would have said Brighton, Wolves, all these. Yeah. Things yeah. You know, you know like drawing draw against Wolves, and you should be you should be clattering them. But all credit to that manager. Is that is that you got manager month? Uh, Last month gone by. Um, the Portuguese guy, is Uno it? Uno Espirito yeah. Santo. Fantastic guy. Yeah, they have a serious team. Played the same well. certain 11 there, eight games in a row, I think. The <laughs> mad bastard. So, um, speaking of beating teams you should have beaten. The la- when when did we last talk? What, where were Arsenal the last time we talked about? Was it after the West Ham game or the Cardiff game? I, I, think, it was I think it was coming up to the Cardiff game, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was the Cardiff game. So... What's blowing my mind with Arsenal is we've won ten games on the bounce. Yeah. Which is madness. Um I don't think me or any Arsenal fan expected Una Emery to start so well. Um so just to look at those I like the first criticism the likes of Graham Sunas and Jamie Carragher and all these fucking that are paid to do what we're doing now. Yeah. The first criticism that's always levelled at Arsenal in the past couple of weeks is, well, they haven't really paid anyone, and when they did, they were beaten. Now, a new manager came in, his first two games were against City and Chelsea. That was always going to be an uphill struggle. Yeah. But the next 10 games in, and I'm going to go through them, as annoying as it is, were West Ham at home, Cardiff away, Newcastle away, uh, Europa League against Warsaw and... A Ukrainian team, Everton at home, Brentford at home, Watford at home, Carabag at home, who beat or no, they drew with Atletico Madrid and Roma last year in the Champions League, and Fulham away and Leicester at home. Now last year we didn't win an away away game, an away match from home until the last game of the season against Huddersfield. It's a lot. Like. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So last. Out of this run so far, we've already won three, and beaten so beaten teams. We're supposed um, in quotations. We're supposed to beat, but we usually don't. Yeah. So they've been a fire up front, haven't they? They seem to work well. Yeah. This front line up, you know. For me, um, Alex Awobi has been outstanding this season. Again tonight, he was probably man of the match there against Leicester. 
It's a great how many How many podcasts did we do last season? And mocked the shit out of Where him. I said, Alex Wobbly, everything oh, yeah. else, get out of my club. Oh, a dozen times. Yeah. And Bellin, Hector Bellerin, I used to call him Hector Belland. <laughs> and I'm so glad I'm wrong. Yeah. About the two of them because Bellerin has still still got some defensive issues, but he's linking up with Ozil and tonight, some tonight especially. Balls. And getting to the byline and pulling it back is just, defend, attacking-wise, is absolutely outstanding. Alex Oobi is the kind of player who's literally trying everything on the pitch. He is very he's, confident. He's been given so much confidence. And I think what he's been told from this and other podcasts is that if something doesn't work, don't worry about it. Try it again. Yeah. It'll keep at it, keep at it. Whereas last year, if he tried something and it didn't come off, You'd get the head off. dropped. Yeah. And he was a 60-minute player as well. He had no fitness. Yeah. Whereas you see him now there tonight against Leicester the 93rd minute he was still sprinting up the fucking yeah. looking, for the win, looking to win the ball it's the most surprising turnaround I've ever seen in a player in my whole yeah. life yeah it's been fantastic and even to to look at him as well he's filled out as well whereas last year he was kind of a bit of a whippet or it's, it's always in players that you know they start off skinny and after two or three years and yeah. they start building up and uh, I think that's a lot to do with uh, the head of performance that went in there yeah. in January as well Darren Burgess he he used to look after Aussie, Aussie rules players. Oh, yeah. And you see how yeah, fucking oh, yeah. big they are. But even Peter Cech as well. It looks like a brick shit house lately. <laughs> yeah. But um, other than that, I'm happy. Arsene Wenger had um, a record, I was talking to Jamie about this earlier, of uh, 14 consecutive wins in all competitions. We're on 10 at the moment. And our next four games are Sporting Lisbon away, Palace away, Blackpool at home in the League Cup. And the 14th one, I know I might be getting ahead of myself, is, it, is Liverpool at home. <laughs> and if it's going to be interesting. And look, Liverpool beat Huddersfield the other night. 1-0. 1-0, and they were not very convincing. No, Huddersfield are very unlucky, I think. And Liverpool are very... Um, they're a different team this year. They're very pragmatic. They're not... They're, they're not playing defensive, with the same... defence is way better. Yeah, they're not playing with the same flamboyance as they were up front. Salah's a bit off. Mane's yeah. injured now as well. So, I don't know, I, I kind of fancy my chances now. I fancy my chances against Liverpool, to be honest. I fancy my chances nearly against every team. But saying that, overall, players-wise, who's been the major standout in front of goal? It's very hard to pick one. In it, out mm. of the, everything in the I league. think I said it to you tonight, though, is that well, Lacazette was struggling on his own yeah. up front. He was holding the ball up and there was no one to come on. And I said he needs a Bamiang. Yeah. And then, uh, I think it was the 68th minute, he made a change. He went to three at the back. Actually, we should just start to talk about the Leicester yeah. game now because there's no point referencing and going back yeah. and forth and whatever. So, Jamie came up and watched Arsenal and Leicester with me this evening. And last time we watched a game together was Arsenal and Man United last season. And December. It was 3-2, Yeah, it? it was, yeah. And it was probably the worst Arsenal performance. <laughs> well... We, it was actually brilliant. It, uh, that, that, that game yeah, was like, like diehard force. It was classic. It was classic Arsenal that we had about forty-five shots yeah. and still lost the game. And again, it was literally making some of the craziest saves of all time. But um, so yeah, we we played Leicester City tonight, who are still under cloud well, and it started out. Leicester were kind of on top, weren't they? Yeah. 
there was a hauling handball incident in the 17th minute yeah. where he went for the ball and it kind of, it kind of bounced off his fist. Volleyball, volleyball. <laughs> As you said, spike it. <laughs> spike it. Yeah. Uh, then we'd... Uh, Harry Shedhead, Harry Maguire. Yeah, with Shrek. a stupendous header and Bernardo no, kept it. No one, no one was following him at the back. Like, no. I wanted a big bash like him stick <laughs> in the back. Like, but like when you have a guy, when you have a fellow with a head like that, you got to be oh, marking him. Like, oh yeah. Um, yeah. So it was a great save from Bernardo again. Leicester continued to attack. Arsenal this season have been notoriously slow in the first half. Yeah. Um, then Ben Chil- Chilwell. Completed a great week. He got his England cap against Spain the other day and won, as we know, <laughs> against Spain. And he scored a deflected goal in on the thirty-first minute. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, he tried to cry. He tried to square it, didn't he? Yeah, he was. He was square squaring it. And Bellerin, I think Bellerin is actually marked down as the own goal. It I came think, off first, his ankle, yeah. yeah, and just it was unlucky. Screw, for him. screw past Leno. Yeah. Who, in other in other words, in the game was pretty good. Yeah. He wasn't really troubled. He, he was given a lot of back passes there and he had to try and deal with him. He dealt with them all very well. Yeah, he's a ver- he's way more settled than Czech is yeah. with the ball at his feet. It's like he knows exactly where he's going with it before it even arrives. Whereas Czech is like, hold on. Okay, I got it. Now that's, what do I do with it? That's the thing about Czech. I think, I think Czech is afraid of the football full stop, you know. Yeah. If you slide in, you're trying to protect his head. But like if you're, play, if you're playing a certain way for 35 years and then a new manager comes in and says, oh, I want you to play a different way now. Yeah, I suppose. It's tough, like, you know. Yeah. A newborn baby elephant. <laughs> uh, then Arsenal started pressing and passing together and doing some scintillating football oh it was FIFA straight wasn't yeah, it? And, bouncing uh, off the wall and back into was play. it Bellerin then crossed Ozil gave it to Bellerin and Bellerin whipped it back across and Ozil just walked in passed it in off the it was course. a beautiful it was a beautiful goal it was well placed absolutely superb uh, 1-1 at the break then myself and Jamie had a game of no rules FIFA <laughs> whilst we waited for the first time. Great fun. <laughs> because, yeah, fantastic. 6 all or something like that, wasn't it? Great crack. Because we couldn't be arsed this into Graham Sooners moaning and bitching at half time and trying to decipher what Jamie Carragher was trying to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do like Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so second half started. Arsenal kept on top, but there were... There was, Leicester were defending really well and as I said Lacazette looked isolated at times yeah. he was great to hold up the ball and Wobby and the other guy uh, Mkhitaryan was was too far wide for him I think to connect up and yeah. they just weren't getting into the spaces I think uh, Lacazette though at times he kind of drifts off into a central area no. where he wants to be where he wants to kind of play because there's I think, no support yeah. him, like, and I said to Jamie I was like you can see it like he needs yeah, someone to play off him, and then at the time I was like, "What? Why? Why is he making this change?" Yeah. So Guendouzi came on, um, and Ramsey. No, no, Ramsey no. came on last. Oh yeah. Guendouzi and, and Aubameyang came yeah. on for Mkhitaryan and Licksteiner, and they went three at the back yeah. with Granit Xhaka going in left back, and I said to Jamie at the time, I goes. Granit Xhaka and Shakhtar Mustafi in one defence. Yeah. Ooh. What really was turning out to be... Is he that... put Bellerin outright. Yeah. Out right wing back and Bellerin absolutely tortured Leicester down that oh, side. Casper Schmeichel's a home crime to his man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Leicester defence would be seeing Hector Bellerin running past him in their sleep. Oh. And Ozil again with some 
mercurial past him. Like, like, look, well, I'll say it's like that scene in Seth Brothers when the two of them going for the job interviews. We're here to fuck shit up. That's Ganduzi and Abramian coming on tonight. <laughs> you know, they were just there to fuck shit up. But like, as you, like I said to you from, at the start of the season, you were like, oh, this Ganduzi's a great player, he's a great player. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know. He's very cautious. Yeah. yeah. But he kicked on, he's kicked on since then. Yeah, he's, he's set, himself and Torreira were perfect in, yeah. the, in the midfield and it allowed the rest of them to bomb on. He. He's settled. He's some. He's a bit of a coolness about him. There when his passing. Yeah, he's he, like he's been there forever. Yeah, like yeah, he's like David Luiz without the without the mistakes. <laughs> yeah, but um, as I I also said to James, I was like, Aubameyang has a lot of goals. He's done nothing all season, and he comes on, scores two goals in three minutes. Yeah, which were two like tap ins. Oh, they, they were brilliant moves on oh, it. The, the moves were fantastic. Like the way Leicester got split open. Leicester were like looking at each other. What do we do now? Oh, Jamie Vardy never did come back up from oh, yeah. either. Yeah, he was Jamie Vardy to go to the toilet. Uh, <laughs> whatever was going, it was like David Moyes number, and the toilets <laughs> were the opposite side of the stadium, and they go all the way around. So basically, um, the game continued on. Arsenal were three one up. Two things of beauty for goal, second and third goals. Um, Arsenal kind of stayed on top, but there was a few Leicester chances here and there. Nothing. The game kind of wore itself out. Yeah. Then and then we were greeted at the 89th minute by the side of Jamie Vardy running down the tunnel. Rocking only being a monster shit or something. Oh, oh, it was it was a bad one anyway because I think he actually started grabbing the back of it and everything. <laughs> I said it was sliding out. It was like Sonny O'Sullivan Part Two, the Bisto Kid. <laughs> Took the wrong turn. <laughs> Oh, and if you don't know who that, about that reference, Sonny O'Sullivan was an Olympic runner, <laughs> Irish runner who um, got the runs. Yeah, <laughs> race. Literally going around the bend and she just took another turn to everyone else <laughs> while they're at the finishing line. She got to the finishing line, we think. <laughs> oh, Jesus. She um, came out with green shorts and she went in with brown ones. <laughs> so, um, up next for Arsenal, number 11, is Sporting Lisbon. No, I think maybe the fact that there's three days in the difference, it could be a factor, but I think we should be putting them away. Yeah. We have currently uh, six points in the group, seven goals scored, two conceded. They have six points as well. They weren't as convincing as we were down in the other two games. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't... Look, I'll put it this way. I, the only bit I remember from Sporting Lisbon is in 2008 on our way to Champions League final. We played them twice in the group and we picked up uh, six points. I know it's a while back, but <coughs> even watching them over the years, you know, since then, they're, they're not a team that can cause a lot of tr- trouble for you, but I think they, they're a bit wild in the play. And they, they were in the news last year, if you remember. The, the man, the, code, the director or whatever threatened to bait the players and everything. Oh yeah, he did, Jenny. Yeah, they, lo- they lost a few players actually who just null invited their contracts because they were att- yeah. under attack or whatever. So remember Nanny used to play for them as well actually. Yeah, Nanny and Ronaldo did. Yeah. There, there was another Brazilian guy there who's play uh, Lienzen or something. Lienzen. Yeah, yeah, striker. Yeah, yeah. Mario Jardel. Yeah, yeah. I remember him as well. But like, if you, I'm just looking at the squad there and Outside of Jeremy Matthew, who used to play for Barcelona, and Sebastian Cuates, remember him, who oh. failed at Liverpool years ago. I'm trying to think now, honestly. He's a Uruguayan. But he's actually decent enough when he played for Uruguay. But uh, yeah, they, they're, they're probably stronger than the other two teams, obviously. And Nani is still there, actually. 
best dust the Dutch forward as well is still there yeah interesting it'll be interesting um, it'll be a good game it's on the half five so football will be over you can relax for the night eat your dinner while you're watching yeah. football <laughs> and of course Chelsea are playing again but who are they playing who are Chelsea playing actually now that I think of it dun, 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 dun. Show, and of course Rangers and Celtic are in the Europa League as well Celtic are having awful trouble in it so far Oh yeah, and uh, Celtic are playing Red Bull Leipzig or Racing Bull Sport Leipzig. Timo Werner. Yeah, they'll be they'll be done in there. Rangers at home to Spartak Moscow. Chelsea home to Bate. So they should both win their games. Bate did give them trouble though. Once, Bate uh, one year there, they gave Chelsea um, in the Champions League. I think it was that she beat them. Oh yes, I think I remember now. Yes, so it'll be it'll be an interesting Bate like Chelsea. I think. I don't know. As I said, I'm I wasn't convinced at the start of the season, even though they're winning, and I'm still not kind of convinced by. But you know what? They're still fucking winning, and they're still playing well. We should have beat them that time they beat us the start of the season as well. Um, what was I going to say? What do you? There's uh, the other English clubs in action as well in the Champions League. Before we go onto the question, is our City and Spurs who have started off terribly with two defeats. Yeah. were absolutely blown away by Barcelona at the Wembley Stadium in the last game. Yeah, it, it, it come with the arm, come with uh, a little man named Messi. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, he should have had four or five goals. He, he should have had four or five goals. He's another fellow who was, look, fair enough, he got a hat-trick there a few weeks back, but he hasn't been scoring as many. Mm. Him and Ronaldo have slowed down. You know, yeah. we, We've seen the slowdown, but you know, come here, they can come up with magic moments and win any match still for you. you know? Do you think Spurs can... Uh, Get out of this group. Me personally, I think Spurs are going to hit a very, very bad patch in the Premier Like League. as we were discussing earlier, there are something like six hundred million over over yeah. budget in the yeah. stadium. I can't even fucking build a stadium. I don't. Really. I don't know how they're. That's they got have, to be yeah. Daniel Levy's fault. Like it. Ha- it has to be because how, how could it be in debt after all the money that they made off academy players over the years? But it's not that they're in debt; they're just over budget. They yeah. probably have the money. Like yeah. But it looks they like they'll it? be having a few rough transfer windows. And then we already saw this like yeah. in the summer. How long will Pochettino, Kane, etc. stay and put up with that? I like? don't. Kane, I know he's signed a contract. Um, I don't think he's going to take this shit much longer because signing a contract does a license to fucking get a transfer fee. He yeah, he claims he claims I want a Ballon d'Or and all this shit. Won't get it at Spurs. He's never going to get it at Spurs. And you know what? I think he might have even like unless he goes to Barcelona. Real I think I think next year. Now let's talk briefly about Real Madrid. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Four losses. They yeah. haven't scored a goal in a record amount of time, and their current like, Eden Hazard is openly saying in interviews that he doesn't know whether to sign a new contract or to go to Real Madrid, which is his dream, which is every player who wants a massive money's dream. Yeah. Who <laughs> wants look so could Spanish you, could women, you, big cars. Could you see the way Real Madrid are playing? They're obviously not going to win the La Liga. Probably not going to win the Champions League. I never say never to that because they can always come back in the second half of the season. Uh, But, um... Nah, they need it. Could you see Real Madrid in the summer going all in on Hazard and Harry Kane? I can see him. And possibly Pochettino as well. Yeah, I can see him having a good clean. Massive rebuilding job. I think so. I think their defence needs reshaping as well. 
because to be fair, Marcelo has his moments, but you know what? He's, he's not, getting old as he's well. He's getting old. Sergio <laughs> Ramos, great wise head, but he's getting old as well. And he's losing that. Those those legs, those last stitch tackles, he's just losing out on them. Yeah, now, I think. like the pace is going to go. Ca- like... Time catches up with everyone, but it's definitely catching up with that with that Real Madrid team. Or well, Ronaldo gone, look, you're never going to do any better if you sold Ronaldo anyway, you know? Uh, what about Man City? They're in a... Tricky a dodgy spot. No, yeah. I wouldn't even say tricky. They lost to Leon in the last game, and they're over in Ukraine now against Shakhtar Donetsk, mm. which is never an easy game either. Like so. Yeah, that Turkish side they can cause problems. Ukraine or Ukraine. Yeah. Turkish. Turkish. Yeah. Turkish. 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 Yeah, we signed him during the summer for yeah. 10 million, but no, um, dodgy enough team, dodgy enough game. Uh, when they get off the bus, they'll be welcome to hell anyway because they're crazy over in the places, <laughs> aren't they? They cut yeah, off of course, City, City rattled Burnley at the weekend 5 0. They rattled absolute daylights out of them, and they did the same to Cardiff the week before as well. So they look like they're coming back into form at the right time. I think so as well, because, you know, it's coming up to this Christmas period where the games come quick and fast, and you need to build up that momentum, yeah. because if you don't come out of there with a good few wins, you're not going to... It's the title race is slipping away yeah, at that stage, yeah. you know. So that wraps up most of our Champions League stuff. Um, Now, where are we? We have a few questions questions and answers not many because we didn't really yeah. we want to we want to get the podcast back up and running before we really dive into tons of questions uh lanzarote fc we haven't forgot about you guys they won their last game as far as i know yeah so the 21st of october Leicester uh, lanzarote won 2-0 against cd buzanada uh let's look at the match first so the Rogios dedicated this victory to their former player Mikel Padron at just 34 years of age the midfielder was taken from us his wife, children, family and friends joined the management of the club on depicting a beautiful tribute to the former Rogios player it was fitting that both goals were scored with veterans of the side not only are they both captains Rosamond and Azio Perez but also great friends of the former player. And both players celebrated their goals with his family. Where's the table? We have very emotional scenes there as you're just looking through the pictures. Yeah, you know, at 34 years of age, so fucking young. Like it's no, it's no, no time to go, like. No. So they're back up to 11th in the table. So only four points off the playoff positions and five off the leaders, Tamarisete. So they have two games away from the away from home now next against Las Palmas side, SD Tiniska, and followed by a week later to another Las Palmas side, Las Palmas C. <laughs> that shows how far they're down because Las yeah. Palmas think are in the Segunda. Which is like the championship in Spain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I suppose I suppose you kept up to your deal, didn't you? You know, follow a team for the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. keeping up to it. Um, 
One team I've been uh, kind of keeping my eye on as well is over in the MLS. Yeah. DC United. I've been keeping my eye on him. You're checking out Wayne Rooney. I'm checking out Wayne Rooney, and Wayne Rooney is doing all right. Is doing actually great when they when he came over to the MLS. Uh, DC were a bottom of the group, and they've actually made the playoffs for the first time. Oh really? Since 2015. So, um, absolutely fantastic stuff. They, they went on a right old winning streak. Are they in the west or the east? Oh, they yeah, are, they're they fifth there. Yeah. The... So they're, they're in playoff uh, mode now. So they'll, uh, yeah. It's a bit crazy the way to go off because you, you get the league title for winning the league, but then you're in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, is that a further trophy then as well? Yeah, like? it's like an MLS Cup or something like right. that. Um, also in other other news as well, uh, Thierry Henry got the Monaco job as well. Yeah. Lost his first game 2-1. They were 2-0 and they got a penalty in the last minute. Yeah. So Monaco are in the relegation zone in France, but I can't see them being down there for long. I, I can see him having a massive influence in the use of that. Uh, do you think Do you think he will succeed or fail as a manager? I think he'll have an all right year this year, and I think he's actually. I think he has definitely the wisdom anyway to turn that side back up where they were. We've seen already in League A. <laughs> that's how you pronounce it. League A is a uh, League yeah. One. Uh, With Nice, Patrick Vieira has already. Um, Taking a job there, and he struggled so far. I knew, I knew he was going to struggle the minute he left the New York City job because I said to myself, he just had a few more million than every other team in the league. It was going to be grand, and then now he's really up to it. But I think he's better off. He, oh, he's. I, I he learned so yeah. much more. Exactly. He they're fourteenth in league at the moment uh, on eleven points, just just uh, five off of Monaco. Actually, who are nineteenth. But Monaco still, as as many players as they've sold, they still have a bit of quality there. They're in the Premier, or they're in the... It's a level of Maradon. Like yeah. they've Falcao, they've Golovin, for, who was fantastic for Russia. Subasic, the Croatian keeper, Sidibe, Nasser Chadli, Adama Triore, the fucking savage squad. Yeah. It's just up to Henri to put it together, I suppose. Yeah. We've got uh, Yuri Tillmans as well, the young Belgian midfielder. He scored a penalty, actually, the other day. Look, let, let's not forget, in the early 2000s, Monaco were, were a pretty dangerous team. Only a couple of two years but, ago. But, but like, oh, oh, yeah, they, yeah, they but only came back there they a few had years yeah. and all these kind of players yeah. as well, yeah. They, and they only came back uh, in the last, like, three years. So I think it's it's still a project. And it's still a project. It's an ongoing project. Like, the, like, if they... Look, Mary, they're very much a selling club, that's yeah. the only problem, I think. Yeah. So it like it's for him it's surely like just a stepping stone. Yeah. Something bigger. Maybe the Arsenal job in a couple of years' time. Who knows? Exactly. So although only got some questions in. Uh what do you think of the Ramsey situation? Should we try and keep him? Um my own opinion on that is he doesn't fit at the moment in the team. I think the only like do you play him on the wing? He doesn't want to play there. Do you play him in a, in a two? I don't think He's not disciplined enough to sit with Torreira or Xhaka. Um, I think they're perfect together. Torreira or Guendouzi, maybe. And if you play him in the number 10, is he better than Nozel? I don't think so. No. What do you I, think? I, no, I don't think... I don't think you'll get the consistency of uh, picking out a good pass every game from him at all. You know, like Ozil, no matter how much of a bad day he's having, 
He always seems to pick out one good pass, and mm. he, he's got think, that in his locker, no yeah, matter what. Like I don't, th- I don't think Ramsey can do that, and I think if you put him in on the wing, I think the ball will keep going out of play because he needs, he really does need space. Is that kind mm. of a player? When saying that, you put him in the middle of the park. He won't sit back. He will drift forward and he leaves a hole. And he likes he likes yeah. to make late runs into the box. Yeah. And I don't think that kind of suits the way we play anymore. No. Um, of the top of the other top five teams, where could you see him going? Like, I he's not he's obviously not going to Spurs mm. because they don't have the money, nor would they be, nor would he go there, as far as I know. Um, Liverpool, they're just. Sparked out in Naby Keita and Fabinho. And they're injured. Naby Keita is injured, but isn't he? There's like six yeah. central midfielders and yeah. Oxlade Chamberlain as well, obviously. And no, they actually offloaded him. Milner. Chadley, didn't they offload him? No, that's Spurs. No, oh, I was thinking of. No, no, no I know. Chen. Uh, Chen, that's it, yeah. But um, I can't see him going there. Yeah. Chelsea have Jorginho, Kente and Kovacic. He doesn't fit there. You know, you know who I would I wouldn't be surprised if he wanted to work with him. Would you go would Pep. he go to United? No, I think Pep. I think Pep I don't, I, I don't think he's as good I don't think he's as good as make him out to be, but he has come out in comments about Ramsey there that he, he could uh, be another Mares maybe that goes in and out. Yeah, maybe. Does Ramsey want to be doing that though? I I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to see him go abroad, but again I don't it's that whole British thing of not going abroad bar the young fellas that are doing it now yeah there seems to be a fear of learning a new culture I, th- I think so but I think a lot of people there I think the Premier League is such a strong name as well I think people know that's the best league and mm. physically wise I think I think physically mentally it builds you up even as a person never mind as a footballer I think well, that's the one, the one criticism I would have of English and British players is that they don't go abroad often enough and we're seeing it with, as we mentioned earlier, Jordan Sancho and Reese Nelson, who are gone over to the Bundesliga and making waves. Yeah. And Adam Mola Lukman went from Everton last year as well. Yeah. Um, we're nine games. No, make that ten games. <laughs> We've more or less just won the games you would expect us to win and lost the ones you would expect us to lose. Do you think we're in a position to judge Emery at all yet? You can only judge him on what he's done so far, and what he's done so far is he's got the players back working. He's got the confidence back and he treats everyone equally, which I think is a massive plus. Yeah. Whereas last year you had Mesut Ozil calling in sick every second week. Gone. Now he looks he looks hungry now, doesn't he? You can yeah, see he, tonight. He, uh, and he, last week, or not, the week before last as well, he looks hungry for the ball and there's no... But there seems to be good dressing room harmony as well. He does. He, you know what? He seems uh, a fan of there that is um, is confident in his team that they can come back and gra- grab a hold of the game no matter mm. what way it's going. And even Sam tonight, even on the sideline, fist pumping in the air, you know, getting f- some fire out of him. You know, he's mm. he's um I I I think so far I think Arsenal can say there you should be happy with what he's done so far. Like, I think we've won as you said. I know you said nine, but we won the game tonight. We've won 10 games in a row and he still hasn't perfected the team yet. He's still learning his best players. So if this continues in this vein, come this time next season, could we be even in a position to challenge? Maybe. Or am I, I getting ahead of myself? Oh, I, t- I think, look, <clears throat> I keep saying I kept saying last season, I think the defence just needs to be sorted. I'm under no illusions like that we could have lost some of those games, especially the West Ham game where they missed the 
bollock load of chances in the first half. Look, you are watching Arsenal this year and they look like an Arsenal team, don't they? Of mm-hmm. days gone by. Yeah. They, they look like a team. A lot, some, of the, some of the frailty is gone. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's still there as well. Like, like last year, if we'd have conceded that goal, we'd have struggled and drawn. Yeah. Whereas we came back and absolutely annihilated Leicester in the finish. Yeah. Which is what I lo- love to see. And look, there could have been a few more at the end of the goals there for you as well, you know. Who are both your stars of the season so far and donkeys of the season? Ooh. Stars, I'm going to go with Iwobi, Bellerin and, and Lacazette. So far. Um, Honourable mention for Aubameyang when he gets on the pitch as well. As for donkeys of the season, oh. that's tough. Licksteiner hasn't been that impressive when he's played. Yeah. But that's to be expected from a 34-year-old right-back who isn't fit, to say the least. Look, he did well now tonight at left-back. Kolasinac as well has been poor every time he's gotten a chance. And... I think Lichsteiner is waiting to score a fucking screamer because he's built it <laughs> over the bar a couple of times and he's yeah. looking for that screamer. I think, well, I think what Licksteiner brings to the team is something different. He will. He's been probably in Bellerin's ear every day in training. Yeah. Because he's so experienced and he's won it all in Syria and. Yeah. Not no, he doesn't win Champions League as far as I'm. I think he got, he got to the final. Didn't yeah. He when Barca beat him. But um, his experience is enough. As for a complete donkey, I'm trying to think. Mustafi has always been a donkey. <laughs> that hasn't changed. At the start of the season, when Guendouzi was next to him, Shaka looked dodgy. Yeah. But I think Torreira has got him covered now, and he's looked a lot more solid, and he plays a lot better passes and stuff. So it's hard to name any donkeys really when we're doing so well. Yeah. And Nenny has done nothing, but he's only ever been really solid. He's never been exciting anyway, and he's been pretty much frozen out by Emery as well. So I want to hear Jamie's thoughts on... Jose, I'll assume that's been covered. No, we can. Do you want to go again? Yeah, I, what you got? We'll go for round two. We'll <laughs> <laughs> we go again. Um, no, look, Mir, I think at one stage there, there was an awful panic before that net Newcastle game because <laughs> there was a media outlet there that had released a statement that some newspaper was. They were uh, off his head. Yeah, that he was. Uh, Mourinho is going to be gone, whatever way the match went. And that talk got around very quickly anyway because you could definitely tell there was a tension around Old Trafford. And look, fan-wise, I think it's... A, a lot of people are saying... More more people are saying Mourinho out, but I think it's statistically, okay, more saying out, but I think there's a lot of people that still want him there too. It's a very split, and it's splitting the fans, I think, as well, which is a fear. But obviously, the only way you can uh, get... Both sets of them fans joined back together is getting wins. Win games. Win games. And, um, you know, like, what drove me mad the most, I think, was is watching uh, people criticising him and then yet then uh, trying to reach out and grab his hand at the end of the Newcastle <laughs> game, you know. It's like, it's like what a bunch of twats, you know. Hypocrites. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't, if you're, like, even if you win 3-2, I know a winner and you're, the drilling kicking in and you're all excited, but <clears> if you take a fella as a prick, you can't just... Think he's a prick, not prick because well, he bought you a point. You. Exactly, you know. <laughs> you say, look at this cunt over here in the pub and then he buys you a point and says, ah, you're a dead on, you're my best pal, you know. It doesn't really work like that, but personally, I think, look, stick with Mourinho for now. That's why that's I want him to stick with Mourinho for now and we'll see where we are coming in to, um, Christmas time with the Champions League. Are we still in it or not? If we're not, 
I think that'll break that they're given. I wholly agree. Give him yeah. a new six-year contract. No, 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 <laughs> not six years. A lifetime I, contract. I'd um, look. I, I'd actually leave him to see it out. I leave him to see it out because I've seen managers go halfway through the season and they're been replaced and it doesn't really go. Just go well. back to square one, like. Yeah, it, it doesn't really go down well. By the time we're sending them back into the season, starting to end again. So. Rankings, future Man United manager. From what you've seen of Wales. They've played some savage football, I think. And they played some savage football, and I think he's been great there for the younger generation of that Welsh team. I think he's almost been like a father, I suppose, in some ways, shielding them. Um, he probably is half of their fathers anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. But, uh, no, in all fairness, um, a possible manager. Uncle and father. I don't think Zidane has proven himself. Like, Just uh, three Champions League trophies, it's all like. Yeah, but a team that was handed to him, I suppose. You know, he didn't He didn't make that team at all. He, that team was handed any team there with Ronaldo, and it was going to be fucking causing you problems up front anyway, whatever about the back. But, um, no, I just got to stick with Mourinho. That's what I think. For oh, now. Man. For now. <laughs> just one question on Ireland, only joking, as if anyone wants to talk to him about international football. Well, sorry about the first 20 minutes. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I don't think we can go on our round with that one. There will be no more international football. <laughs> yeah. Until November. Thank yeah. God. And I think it's only, is it one game against Denmark? Yeah, away from yeah, home. Yeah, 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 that's the one. Yeah, yeah, fuck that thing. Yeah, I think Wales and I played Denmark. So that concludes our podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening to it and had a bit of a laugh, as we usually do. Yeah, anyway. having a good time. We will try and come to you more often, possibly bi-weekly. Definitely not weekly because I'm too busy. Jamie's too busy with college. I've rehabbed in as well. Yeah. It's yeah. going. How's it going for you? Just get to shake, you know. I just need something. What's <laughs> it? Sober October. It's <laughs> sober October. Uh, but yeah. So if you're still listening to us, thanks for being so patient. Yeah. You can still find us on SoundCloud and iTunes and Twitter, Twitter and Pardon. Facebook and no, not <laughs> no, Jamie. That's a bad Jamie. Yeah. Just because your antics now, do we get the rap on porno? <laughs> Search oh, no. Jamie strippers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, thanks for listening to us. Went away for however long it's been, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, thanks. And if you didn't, well, pff, I wasted an hour of your time. <laughs> Over and out, Roger. Over and out. Talk to you soon. Enjoy all the week's football, Champions League, Premier League and everything ahead. And thanks again. Goodbye.